Good morning, everybody. This is Marcus Pedley with the Pre-Market Podcast from Marcus Today. This is general advice only. It is not suited to your personal financial circumstances. If you would like advice suited to your personal financial circumstances, you need to go and see a financial planner. If you don't have one, give me an email. I may be able to sort you out. An interesting night overnight. Everything appeared to go wrong. Commodity prices were down. The US dollar was up. Interest rates were up. The oil price was down. But this morning, the futures are up 20 and that comes on the back of the Dow Jones and the S&P 500 breaking a four-day streak of losses. And the Dow Jones, which was down 290 points at one point, closed up 146 points. That's 0.46%. S&P 500 up 0.3%. The Nasdaq still managed a small drop down 0.26%. Fixed volatility index down a little bit, which is good, down 1.2%. So it looks like we will hold on today after a disastrous day yesterday, the ASX 200 was down 2.02% or 141 points yesterday. The European market or the stocks 600 index, the index of the top 600 stocks in Europe was down 1.8% overnight with Germany down 1.6%. Europe missed a late rally on Wall Street. German retail sales numbers came in a bit stronger than expected. Everybody's watching for the ECB meeting next Thursday and there's an 8 percent chance that they too will raise rates by 75 basis points. European bond yields are rising sharply at the moment. The most notable feature overnight on the macro front was a drop in weekly jobless numbers. Weekly jobless numbers in the US dropped 5,000. They were expected to rise 248,000. So they've hit the lowest in two months, which shows strong demand for labor, a tight jobs market. And that comes ahead of the more important monthly jobs number tonight. And of course, good news is bad news. A tight jobs market builds the case for the Fed to keep raising interest rates and the US 10-year bond yield overnight spiked 13 basis points to 3.259%. I would point out that is up 75 basis points since the beginning of August in a month. Of course, the next Fed meeting is on September the 21st and they are expected to raise rates by 75 basis points. Consensus for the jobs number tonight is a gain of 300,000 non-farm payrolls. The range of forecasts is 75,000 to 450,000. Unemployment rates expected to come in at 3.5%. So if we get a low number, it's just the jobs market is not that buoyant and we should see interest rates come off and perhaps the markets start to relax a little bit about how aggressive Fed are going to be. If the number is a high number, then the jobs market is booming and there's nothing stopping the Fed from ramping up rates. We will wake up to that tomorrow morning. The odds of a 75 basis point rate rise in the US on September the 21st were up from 69% to 74% overnight. So rate rise or a 75 basis point rate rise more likely after that weekly jobs number. But that's not all going on overnight. There is more. The iron ore price dropped 8%, now below $100 a ton, 96.39, dropped $8.37 overnight. And that comes as China reimposed COVID-19 restrictions and a lockdown of Chengdu. Rio fell 3.4% in the UK, BHP down 8.8% in the UK, but it's gone ex-dividend, of course. And also the southern Chinese tech 
tech hub of Shenzhen has tightened their COVID-19 restrictions. BHP was down 2.94% in the US and Rio down 3.46% in the US. On the back of rising bond yields, the US dollar has also hit a 24-year high against the euro, I think against the yen as well. And that's never good news for commodity prices. If commodities are priced in US dollars, if the US dollar goes up, then effectively commodity prices need to come down. And the gold price down yet again, down 1%, another $16 overnight. They just can't win a trick in the gold sector at the moment. That sector's down over 50% in two years. All the metal prices also down overnight. Some weak numbers, some weak factory activity numbers in China, which is China is the world's biggest metals consumer. They dropped in those factory activity numbers dropped in August thanks to the property market. Property is a major consumer as well of metals. And all the metal prices dropped. Aluminium down 2.9%, copper 2.5%, nickel 5%, zinc down 6%. So looking pretty shabby on the resources front this morning. And the oil price also dropping on these Chinese COVID restrictions down 3.5% and 3.55%. The energy sector, the worst in the US, down 2.27%. Oil price below where it was at the outbreak of the Ukraine war, going in the wrong direction. I saw someone in the Facebook discussion site saying, what should we do with Woodside? WDS. Woodside has had a fabulous run thanks to the merger with BHP Energy Assets. The stock was around $20, was it, this time last year? It's now up to $33.47. In the last three days, it peaked out. It had some good results recently, but in the last three days, it's peaked out a high of $36.68, so down to $33.47. I don't want to give recommendations in this podcast, but with the oil price falling over, it does have a very high correlation with the oil price, with the oil price falling over and the share price having held up looking a bit vulnerable. It is top of the trading range, short and long term. Defensive sectors doing a little bit better overnight in the US, things like healthcare and utilities, technology sector managing a small rise, Bitcoin unchanged. Few headlines around today, let me give you those. I'll give you the Reuters headline, stocks slide, dollar soars as September starts stormy. Well, stocks didn't really slide, didn't they? Dow Jones was up, so maybe that's a little out of date. Here are some of the headlines. US dollar hits 24-year high against yen and euro. Industrial metals suffer heavy falls. US yields climb as oil prices drop. Australian dollar at lowest level since July. Fed and ECB expected to hike rates aggressively in September. S&P 500 snaps four-session losing streak with payrolls on deck. Eurozone economy faces growing risk of recession. Oil slides 3% as China lockdown and on-demand fears. Boom turns to gloom as higher interest rates hit New Zealand housing. Heavy shelling at Ukraine's nuclear plant rattles nerves. Russia closes main gas paint plant to Europe for maintenance. Russia deepens Europe's energy squeeze with new gas hold. The concern is that the Russians are turning this pipeline off for maintenance and may not turn it back on again. G7 finance chiefs to discuss Russian oil price on Friday. China to publish detailed economic policy steps in early September. China has been simulating attacks on US Navy ships, Taiwan says. Credit Suisse cutting 5,000 jobs in cost drive. Nvidia down 7.7% as US imposes ban on AI chips to China. And Asia's factory activity slumped in August as China's zero COVID 
curbs and cost pressures continue to hurt. Right, that'll about do you. Jobs numbers tonight. The results season ended. We're into the AGM season. Collins Foods has an AGM today. We've got US holiday, Labor Day holiday on Monday, so a long weekend in the US. RBA meeting next Tuesday. US CPI September the 12th. Fortescue ex-dividend FMG, that is ex-dividend on Monday. Ex-dividends today, coals, mineral resources, and a couple of others. See the end of day report on the website for a list of all the ex-dividends coming up. Right, that's about it. Looks like we'll be on hold a bit today as we sober up from yesterday's 2.02% drop, but all on hold ahead of the jobs numbers tonight. I'm not going to start making a guess about which way those are going to go. That's it. You have a fabulous day. I'll be back with a morning meeting podcast later today. Bonne chance, mon ami. Thank you.